Hello, this is Corey Osborne from the Box Office Bros Podcast. And this is Chance Oliver of the same name. Of the same name. Yeah, of we the have, same name podcast. We have the, we have the same last name. My full name is Chance Oliver Corey Osborne. <laughs> I know. Yeah, nice hyphenate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really, really annoying on like your driver's license when it's like oh, the no, size exactly, of a dollar bill. Exactly. I think it's hilarious how we find ourselves starting... Like this, pretty much every time we do something like this. ADD is just like super wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we have a lot of great news coming in today. We have um, our thoughts on Captain Marvel. We have the killer box office. Or, no, just kidding. Not the killer box office. A promise that it's a Disney conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just capitalism at work. No, that's exactly what it is. Um, well, we're going to talk about some capitalism a little bit later, and I'm dead serious about that. But <laughs> um, what else do we have planned today, Chance? Because I can't talk uh, the whole time. We're all, we're also going to discuss the recent trailers that came out, including the Avengers. And oh uh, yeah, it's no, true. I was going to do a horrible small independent Im- film impression of Robin Williams saying Mr. Aladdin. So <laughs> we're just going to the Aladdin trailer. We're going to talk about the Aladdin trailer. Okay, okay, that's good. And then. Um, <laughs> The great news out of the Marvel Universe and even more stuff having to do with uh, Marvel's parent company, the mouse itself. Yeah, basically, this is just Marvel, Marvel, Marvel uh, DC, with a little bit of DC sprinkled in there. Um, it's a This is a really big comic book heavy with a little bit of Aladdin, a whole lot of Disney in it, too. Mm-hmm. So let's just kick it off and get Roy into the news. Cause I really want Keemstar to sue me anyways. Let's go. He would <laughs> No, exactly. He was definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Captain Marvel thoughts on Captain Marvel. What are your thoughts on Captain Marvel chance? I liked it a lot. And I know a lot of people did not like it a lot. I think there are valid criticisms as are with every film, uh, that pacing in the beginning was kind of a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, some questionable CGI, like, uh, Black Panther had at the end, but it was more of the, uh, uh, it was very little in my opinion of bad CGI and I don't know. It's Goose the cat. Goose That's the thing. Like why? Like the CGI was just weird with that at times. It's it, so uncanny when it's something as normal as a cat. Cause I think everyone knows what a cat looks like. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. And that's the reason why it's weird. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, And so those are the things I think were wrong with it, but I think the characters more than make up, in my opinion, more than make up for its downfall. That's definitely the strong suit. Like, so, yeah. I know, maybe you didn't like Brie Larson's performance, but to say she's a bad actress is just a stupid thing to say. She won the Academy Award, and the only reason she's like that in the movie, which I didn't mind, I'm sure some people did, is because she was directed to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but other than that, I I still enjoyed her character, the more stoicness. I liked the way Nick Fury was in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, this isn't the Nick Fury. I'm like, but that was 20 years ago. Are oh, you yeah. the same you were 20 years ago? I don't think so. Yeah. Kevin. I was three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three. <laughs> I was a three. I'm definitely, I hope I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Clifford the Big Red Dog? It's always on at 4.30. What is... Oh, I mean, just... Okay. I'm just anyway, going to go into my thoughts for Captain Marvel. Ben Mendelsohn was great. That's yes. This. Is that all that you have to say about that? Yes. Cool. <laughs> well, I liked Captain Marvel a tad bit less, but don't take out your pitchforks quite, forks quite yet. Um, I thought it was a very good film. I thought it was structured... Er, I can't say that I thought it was structured too well. I thought the like Mike Chance, I thought the editing was a bit choppy at the beginning. The beginning act was just in general was just very choppy and very disorienting to me. And I really didn't enjoy the storytelling that was going on there. They're trying to make me care about certain characters, like some of the Cree characters that like it I just don't feel like I should have cared about at all from what they presented to me because Captain Marvel or Vers is supposed to have been with them for six years. I didn't really see a bond. Basically, Jan Rog just seemed like he was kind of a jerk. Jan Rog is the like, boss you hate. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. And they like tried to make it seem like it was like some like pure amazing connection. And like I don't know. Like I just got a little frustrated with that in the beginning of the film. 
But really, the stuff that, like, all of my problems with the film have to do with its script. It has to do with the direction. It has to do with the cinematography was fine. Um, But it also has to do with all these technical moving parts around it. But when you strip it all down, it has one of the best stories Mm-hmm. It has a very like Marvel Phase One kind of story to it, and I kind of miss that stuff. And I really, really enjoyed that aspect of the film. And I just think that, like, I I really think that if they got a different director and they got some rewrites on that script, I think it could have been much better of a film. And I think that's a very reasonable thought process to have about this film, and it's a very rational one. And you can also read all about it on mavradio.fm, shameless plug, (laughs) I wrote a review for them. And also listen and read some of their other content, because they do a lot of good content on that website. Shameless plug. Anyways. um, (laughs) (laughs) Read my stuff. Yeah, exactly. Read my stuff and listen to other people's stuff. So... Yeah, it's just um, one of those things where I thought the film was like the care, like like Chance said, the chant, um, the characters really made up for it. I really enjoyed how Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson were together. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is a freaking revelation. Like I'm so happy that Ben Mendelsohn is in this universe, and I can't. And I they have to have him in another movie. Okay, you know, speaking of Ben Mendelsohn, so spoiler alert. He is the scroll in the movie, and for those of you who aren't familiar with the com, who are familiar with the comics, them being the good people is a twist because usually it's for sure they are the villains. Uh huh. So like, I'm sure people who just kind of went into this very bare bones were just like, scrolls bad guys, Kree good guys. Unless you unless they saw Guardians of the Galaxy and they know the Kree aren't good. But I'm just like, whoa, the scrolls are good. I you know what? I like this twist. I know, like I like it too. And the cool thing is that I think it would be I think it'll be really nice to see like a lot of ambiguity with the scrolls where like some are good and some are bad because mm-hmm. you know they're probably trying to set up for yeah. a secret invasion kind of thing and yeah, like stuff like that. Way like I, I yeah, I understand that's gonna be a little bit later. Another decade. <laughs> but it's one of those things where uh reeling myself back in a little bit. But yeah, I really liked Talos, that's his character's name. Ben Mendelssohn does a great job. And I really enjoyed um I really enjoyed Captain Marvel for what it was. I just kind of wish that it could have been executed correctly. No, I don't think she could lead the Marvel Cinematic Universe after this movie. Get over it. But uh, <laughs> no, the thing is, is I don't have to get over it. It's an opinion. I know. It's an, I know. It's, 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 it's a decent <laughs> opinion to have. It's not a wrong opinion to have. I genuinely think that uh, Black Panther, like, I think that he's kind of better set up, but it's not, but not thematically set up because he's the leader of a country. So mm-hmm. personally, Captain Marvel would be better, but we have Endgame, and yeah. honestly, I think that another Captain Marvel movie, which they're going to make because it's making gangbusters out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I think another Captain Marvel movie with better direction because I don't think Brie Larson is bad. I think she's just dealing with the best that she can with a really bad script. Mm-hmm. So it's just where it was where it's going and i just think better director so i would be very disappointed if they decided to just go for the same director this you next know time. they are because of how much money it's making i know i understand that but that doesn't really have to do with it i feel like it's really just that people <laughs> enjoyed the movie not the direction not the qual. okay i don't want to say that people watch movies just because of certain things but it has a very empowering story for women in that movie and not mm-hmm. just and i even mentioned this in my review Mavradio.fm. Anyways, um, that there's not like it's not just empowering to women, it's empowering to everybody. Because a good message in the film is that your emotions are your power. Mm-hmm. And that's like something that not a lot of people are told. A lot of men and women are told, oh, don't be so emotional. Oh, that's not good. That's bad. And all this stuff like that. So it's like a very strong and it's a resonating message. So I really think that's a part of the reason why the movie is making so much money. And I think they did a good job with that, but I don't know if the directors really have much to do with it. Well, I just think it'll be a technically better film. Hopefully they, me and my pretentious. Oh, it's a, Hey, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with being pretentious. Unless you're one of my friends, you can get bent. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Am I not your friend chance? You are. We're more than I'm, I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah we have well, it. We're right. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm talking about a specific person, but I doubt he listens to this podcast. Oh, nice. But, um, <laughs> oh, I'm glad. 
and I am hurt. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, okay, like I was going to say with hopefully they hear the criticisms of the first one and they improve on it. Uh, also, you know, Marvel has been on this great streak lately of not just movies, but of directors. Like, yeah, they took a lot of risks with people like James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah, quite we'll, the we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, the Russo brothers in the first place. Yeah. Uh, Scott Derrickson with Doctor Strange, yeah. um, even John Favreau. Well, John Favreau, no, was John Favreau huge was pretty. Risk. Yeah, he was. He made Zathura, <laughs> dude. I like Zathura. Zathura. I don't. People need to not sleep on Zathura. Everybody crap talks it. I love Zathura. It's been so long since I've seen Zathura. Okay, honestly, that's the same here. <laughs> like, I think the last time I saw Zathura was probably when I was like fourteen. Yeah. So. <laughs> but anyway, let's hopefully. They will hear the criticisms and whatever she does next will be whatever they do with Captain Marvel next would be good. Also, sorry mm-hmm. on the tangent here, but I know, I'm sure. really excited to see what the Russo brothers do with her because almost every character that the Russo brothers they have directed, elevate them. they make so much better. Mm-hmm. Like Taika and the Russo brothers made Thor so great. They made Captain America, Iron Man. I'm like really curious because I only thing is, is I hate to go back onto Black Panther I think it just has to do with the amount of screen time that he had in Infinity War, but there is not much there. It was like him. Yeah. That's like kind of what it was. No, nothing was elevated, but it wasn't technically his movie. So, right. so there's that. But still, I think that he did amazing things with Thor. Mm-hmm. I don't really like it's like, you know, it's a testament when that's one of my least favorite parts of the movie. But Thor is just so good that I want to mm-hmm. be there with him in that mm-hmm. things like that. So. Yeah, let's um, transition on into the good old box office cash, for Captain. Cash, money. So you have some information scrolled I up do on have... your telephonic device, <laughs> cellular device. Well, so, okay, so Captain Marvel, domestically, its opening weekend made $153 million. Hooey mama. People were like... All feminists. It's going to Every, make... everyone. No, only females went to see the movie, and that's all. Yeah, only the <laughs> only feminists only. and all a ton of bots. All the, like Disney did this new thing where they created the physical manifestation of bots. <laughs> it was only bots and X chromosomes. Is all it was. <laughs> oh god, no! You're getting some real laughter from me today. My like embarrassing laughter. So that's nice. <laughs> you're welcome. So yeah, 153 million dollars. Everyone was like, you know, 80, 90, maybe 100 million. 153 million dollars. Mm-hmm. And then in its second weekend, everyone's like, oh man, big opening. It's gonna drop off like what, 60 percent? Yeah. It made almost 68 million its oh, second wow. weekend, which is still number one and only a 55 percent drop. Oh, nice. Thank you, Box Office Mojo. You're the best. Yeah, um, Box Office Mojo does amazing things because they really, it's a really good, they're not sponsoring us. You should, though. No. Um, <laughs> but they do these things where it's just they consolidate all their info and they do these really cool things on the side. Like, have you ever gone on Box Office oh, yeah. Mojo's website and just gone down like a wormhole oh, looking yeah. at like different competitions mm-hmm. that they have, like this movie and this movie? Or, oh, let's see what like, Heather, what 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 Heather's made at the box office, or like <laughs> yeah. some like some like random things like that. What did Mystery Men make on its third weekend <laughs> in 1994? Of course, <laughs> Mystery Men. That's of course. That movie is so whack. Oh my <laughs> good god! For you, good for you, Chance. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's just a true testament that Disney and Marvel are doing the right thing here, no matter what. A ton of fans fans i use fan in quotes because i just think they're just toxic say like diversity is just important and Mm -hmm. representing people is important and like i'm sorry like if you didn't like um captain marvel just because she was a woman fine that's it's not the movie for you then it's just not the movie for you and you shouldn't get mad for it and by the way you shouldn't get mad at it doing well because you want to know what captain marvel doing well means more good marvel movies so Mm -hmm. next time a white dude's up there (laughs) You can just mm-hmm. cheer and be yeah. like, yeah, you. Nova, and watch them like make Nova <laughs> like a black woman or something like or that. An Hispanic lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be like, Nova. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that would be so funny. That would be great. I just love that. Even though I am, I, I, 
he he did say or Kevin Feige did say that a Nova movie's on the list. Like cosmic stuff on in general is yeah. on that list. So is an Eternals movie. Oh dude, I cannot wait for that. That seems amazing because I, I, you're gonna get to see all of that, like all of the Thanos stuff, mm-hmm. kind of like his kind of origins, like where he comes from and the people that he comes from. It's just it's gonna be a rattle time. I'm super <laughs> excited for the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What's our next topic today? Our next topic is along the same vein. It is okay. the Avengers trailer that came oof. out, I want to say, two or three days ago. Big goof. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Well, like I was not expecting that trailer I was not expecting it either because I remember waking up and we have a group chat with some of our buddies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is not a drill. <laughs> and it was like really early in the morning and people are like, yeah, I already saw it. I was like, hey, well, I, 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 usually I'm the earliest person to wake up. Uh, I think I was on Twitter really early, and like I follow uh, Barstool's movie podcast. Yeah, and I was—I think it's called like Lights Camera Pod or something. But anyway, mm-hmm. it was just like new Avengers trailer thoughts, and I was just like, "What?" I don't know for sure. It's just crazy that it came out like that. But I'm gonna have a big yawn. Yeah, have a real big yawn there. But I'm also gonna just list off my thoughts a little bit here. I don't have a ton. I thought it was a really good trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was, it worked, but it's the only movie that would ever work with a trailer like that. Mm-hmm. Like I would usually be like, uh, if a trailer pulled that on me, like n- barely any footage of the actual movie past footage from something else, different mm-hmm. things like that. I'd be like, what are you trying to do? Like, what are you in China? Are you trying to just trying, you're trying to, to pull a fast one on me, kiddo? What, bamboozle what me? are you trying to do here? Goodness me. <laughs> wow. But no, like that's. But it's Marvel. It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They got you by the nostalgias, if you know what I mean. Anyways, this is this should be called like botched ethnic voice um, <laughs> accents. The podcast, <laughs> borderline <laughs> offensive accents. The, the podcast. podcast. No, no, for sure. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that it was. Re- I thought that it really got into the nostalgia. And at the end, they gave you nuggets of the actual plot. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really what was the good payoff for it. And I was already super excited for Endgame. And I'm just about the same amount excited because I'm already beyond hype. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things where I'm like, ah, so ah. You're, you get so excited, your nose starts bleeding. Just no, exactly. <laughs> just like profusely. But yeah. Uh, so what I thought in the trailer was, okay, this is going to kill me waiting for this movie because i don't know okay so first off i should say i'm a little uh no i'm supposed to be clean i am an avid fan of paul rudd and especially ant-man so for those of you who don't know this is not a video podcast yeah uh, i have a little funko ant-man on my keychain oh no for sure uh i but i got to see the funko keychain and that's what counts i guess <laughs> that's what counts but uh <laughs> no so Seeing Paul Rudd was just great. Like oh, yeah, him, for sure. him just like we're assuming he's just like out of the quantum realm. Spoilers for Ant-Man and the Wash, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like, all right, I uh, wonder how long it's because I am so curious on what the timetable of this movie is. Oh no, for so, sure. Like, how long has he been in the quantum realm? Has he been in for like a second and he's out and it's two years later all of a sudden? Or mm-hmm. it felt like a hundred years to him and then he. Bibby Boppity's himself out of there <laughs> in like two years. But um I don't know, seeing him all confused, and then I assume he's uh and then there was an action shot of him too. And also the team up I didn't know I wanted was Rocket Raccoon and War Machine. Just more, please. Oh no. And sure. then we know uh Tony and Nebula get out of space. No, yeah. Which we all knew it was going to happen. happen. Like, people are going all like, well, it's a spoiler. And I'm like, no, it's not you, a spoiler. You think they were going to like billionaire boy, Tony Stark, billion- himself, <laughs> money-making <laughs> machine. What, billionaire boys club? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Is Kevin Spacey going to have a cameo in this movie? <laughs> My God, I hope not. Dude, then they would just like replace him with Jeffrey Plummer <laughs> at the end. <laughs> it's like, you think you could get rid of me? <laughs> Gosh, bring me that child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, please, no. Okay. No, but then let's you, go back. Yeah, like, like reel it in. <laughs> Lean back. Ooh, uh-huh. ooh, Lean right. back. Okay. Uh-huh. Sad Hawkeye makes me sad. 
Sad Hawkeye makes me super sad because you know that he's like, you know, she's going to get dusted. I know. And you know that she's going to like get a bullseye. Mm-hmm. Lone Tears going to go down his face because he's so proud. And then she's mm-hmm. just going to pop into dust. I know. Which makes me think everyone at IGN is mildly stupid. Because it's like, oh man, is she being trained to be another member of the Avengers? And I was like, no. She's going to turn to dust, you idiot. <laughs> Honestly, I... um hope nobody from IGN's ever listening to this because otherwise I'd be like, hey, <laughs> job opportunity. But you guys suck at opera. <laughs> uh, you suck comment- at a lot of things. A lot of you guys really suck at commentary sometimes. Like it really frustrates me <laughs> to the point where I feel like you're just not observant at all. I'm going to work at Kotaku and I'm going to like it. <laughs> Honestly, no, dude. I would much rather work at Kotaku, which makes me like, which makes it completely like. It's like job application. Oh, so you want to work at IGN? Quote, I would much rather work at Kotaku. Corey Osborne, 2019. (laughs) Well, damn. I heard you just said Corey. (laughs) I listen to all the Anchor podcasts. By the way, if you want to do an Anchor podcast, it's very easy. All you need to do is go on anchor.fm, and then you can go ahead and start it. So, yeah, another plug. (laughs) But, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later in the show. Yes, we will. Yeah. So, any other thoughts on your um, Captain Marvel? Or not Captain uh, Marvel. I wonder what the... I think those white suits might be for the quantum realm or space. Yeah, because they looked like the one from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm, I hope... I don't know. They look kind of silly, but I think that's the point. Yeah. I don't know. I think they'll be I think they look kind of cool. Yeah, they look... I don't know. The one that bugs me the most... I don't know, because Thor is like in all this jump shit. I'm like... Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Thor There's, looks cool the way he is. Yeah. Leave Thor alone, everybody. But Thor, Thor, take pro- anything. Thor probably can't... Um, like, I don't know. Thor probably can't... Um, like, survive in the quantum realm the same way that he can survive in, like, in, in outer space, space or something like that. So, well, that's okay. Yeah. But I thought it was a good trailer. I'm still expecting a huge trailer to drop. I want to say... Uh, all of the online pundits that I plagiarized material from uh, <laughs> say that it's going to be. Uh, I know which one's going. I so. know exactly which one you're going to plagiarize, right? Now. I know. Uh, so, like April, they think it's he April first going to be. Like, it's going to be April first. April first to April second. I agree and with the tickets gone sale. No, I agree with them. I think that'll be. I, it makes sense. But personally, I don't want to watch that trailer. But I'm probably going to watch it. I mean, I like probably I, shouldn't, but I will. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things where it's not for me. It's for the people who are on the fence. Like, why would people even be on the fence? But yeah, regardless, it's going to be a good old time, my dudes. I'm going to make lots of money. Lots of money, money, money. <laughs> All right. And speaking of trailers and the Walt Disney Corporation. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> We got an Aladdin trailer. Yeah, that was kind of finally showed the genie in action. I know, and I think that's what they kind of just they I think they kind of should have just gone out of the gate with this because it was so much more favorable in the mm-hmm. way that it that it was received and different things like that. And like honestly, I know like rest in peace, Robin Williams. Will Smith will never do as well mm-hmm. as Robin Williams, and Will Smith even knows that. Well, Smith yeah. would probably be the first person to tell you that. Mm-hmm. But with that being said. I thought that it was really good. I thought it it, it rested a lot of qualms about or about uh, Will Smith as the genie. Mm-hmm. Like my my thought was, if he tries to make the character his own instead of doing a Robin Williams impression, uh-huh. it would be a lot better. And I mm-hmm. think that's what he's doing. I think it is too because he's really tapping into that Will Smith mm-hmm. charisma in it, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen for a long time. I know he's been doing either really serious stuff. And I want to say that he's been home phoning it in, but he's just been Will Smith. Because, yeah, yeah. like, this is some what is this some sort of suicide squad? It's just kind of stuff like that. What is this, some sort of after earth? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, some sort of after What is this, some sort of twist? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, but I like my qualms about the genie are pretty much gone. Like, that prince joke in the trailer is like, He's just like it's so Will Smith like. Oh, it's there's so a funny. lot of ambiguity to make me a prince, or I don't know make ambiguity me, to make me a prince. prince. Yeah, it's like, and he just make makes a prince <laughs> over just, there. No. I'm just like, okay, that was pretty good. I thought that was really funny, and even like hearing the little bits of you never had a friend like me, mm-hmm. I was like bopping. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, wow, this actually seems like it's going to be mm-hmm. a really good time in the theater, and and the uh, 
a little bit of um, a whole new world. A whole new world sounded great too. Oh no, yeah, it sounded pretty good. And usually, my big qualms with my big qualm with these movies, like Beauty and the Beast in particular, is the singing just sucked. <laughs> like seriously, she was so Emma Watson. Yeah, Emma Watson, perfect for Belle as in the role. But oh my goodness, that she cannot sing as well. I was gonna say they had to auto tune the crap out of her. I want to say most, if not all, of the nineties. Disney Renaissance. There is two different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one who who does the voice, and one who sings. Mm-hmm. Mulan was like that. I know. I think Little Mermaid was. No, I don't think Little Mermaid was. But a lot of them are just like, okay, I'm the voice actress, and you are the singer. I think Paige O'Hara was uh, mm-hmm. the original Beauty and the Beast. I'm going on. I'm showing my Disney uh, nostalgia right now, but uh, no, for sure. No, that's completely fine. You're just funded by Disney. <laughs> you know, I wish. No, dude, that's what I'm saying. All the people who say, shout out to Caleb Johnson. Um, <laughs> all the people who say that uh, Disney funds critics and everything like that. Disney cash in my check. Like seriously, like deposit it right now. Mm-hmm. Put it. Put that ish into my bank account right now. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, give me a mouse-shaped suitcase full of a comical amount of money. Oh, 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 boy. oh boy! Oh boy! Time to pay off all these critics. Oh boy! What? Oh. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like what you were talking about before with uh, a wrinkle in time. Oh my God. Like apparently everybody just missed their shipments of money. <laughs> oh boy, it's over. <laughs> no, but. Uh, I like the Aladdin trailer a lot. I, I enjoyed it as well. I wonder if they reused the animation of uh, Shere Khan from the Jungle Book as uh, Raja the Tiger. Honestly, might, from, as well, uh, might as well have. It's like Shere Khan? No. Raja. <laughs> Raja. <laughs> no, dude. But um, My only criticism would be of Jafar. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on Jafar yet. Yeah, I'm not either because he just looks too young. Like, it's really odd because the th- creepiness of Jafar is that he's, like, old and he's being mm-hmm. creepy with Jasmine. And I think they might have, like, been, like, that's too creepy. But that's kind of the point. The point. That he's, like, a weird old dude that could be, like, her father who's, like, oh, yes, I'm trying to win the kingdom and this is my princess and I'm a creep. He's a hey. bad guy for a reason. I was going to say. Not so, like, I don't want anybody to be shipping. I don't want none of these Gen Xers or whatever to be shipping <laughs> Jafar and Jasmine. I think that's the millennials in Gen Y. <laughs> they do ship Gen Y. I was going to say, my mom's part of Gen X, and if you asked her what shipping was, she looked at me really confused. You know, the thing is, I don't even, I met Gen Y, because the thing is, I don't even know what idiot. these things, yeah, I know, I'm an idiot. Yeah, so like, these generations are like Alpha Phi, Kappa Kappa, <laughs> Gamma. I think you're because t- you're you're 23, right? Yeah, I'm 23, so I'm a millennial. So you're I'm a young, I'm a very very young millennial, and I am probably the oldest of Gen Z. Okay, but we're not talking about it. We're talking about a lad. Anyway, I oh, know because I, I saw on Twitter like something trending, like like when the first teaser dropped, it was like hashtag sexy Jafar, and I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell? <laughs> no, Heck. like because that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't really understand why. They had to like cast somebody who just looks just it just seems odd. And maybe it'll be fine. I mean, yeah. I won't judge until the movie's out. I mean, Jafar's like maniacal laughter was like like one of the most memorable things from besides Robin Williams of the original. Latin. No, no, for sure. <laughs> He's just so unapolo- unapologetically evil uh-huh. that I love it. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm completely fine. But no, yeah, it's just gonna be. Uh, I think that it'll be a good time. I just really hope that this is successful because I don't know. Sometimes a lot of these Disney things can like, cause like a lot of these live action stuff can fall flat. Because you know, is there a point to any movie? No, Mm-mm. but still, there. Like, why? I can only why? think of one Disney live action reboot that I really liked. And that was the Jungle Book one that mm-hmm. John Favreau made. And he's making The Lion King, which also comes out. So, God, there are so many Disney reboots this year. No, for you sure. You got Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King. When's, a li- when's Lion King even coming out? Sometime this summer. Okay. Dude, I'm excited for that. Yeah, this movie is going to be a great Don, summer. Donald Glover. Tom Glover's amazing. I think we talked about this in the last podcast. The only thing I don't like about like the new Lion King is they're not having 
They had James Earl Jones come back as Mufasa, but Jeremy Irons isn't going to be Uncle Scar, and I'm so sad. Yeah, who are they having as Scar again? I is don't it know. Idris Elba? Is know. it one of those guys? It's someone. It's somebody who's like intense. But uh, we should. But yeah, uh, we're just going to um, dial in real quick and have a quick break here. And yeah, we'll get back to you with some more news in our next topic. So get right back in there soon here. Hi, sorry about being gone for so long, you know, we're just very, very sad about that. But we are back. We're going to talk some more about movies. To be exact, we're going to talk some more about the Mouse House because there is because breaking news. It's not going to be too breaking by the time this releases, but that's completely fine. Right. A sto- Toy Story 4 trailer yes. came out. What are you thinking of this trailer, Chance? You're yesing. I hear some I fist know. bumps. I just I saw you jive a little bit even. It was kind of odd, but that's okay. I just started doing the Carlton. It's no, okay. exactly. Uh, okay, so for anyone who was a child from anywhere to the mid-90s to pretty much now, uh, yeah, Toy Story is just a big deal. So It's such a big deal. Oh, like, it really is. Well, first of the groundbreaking, groundbreaking of the computer animation mm-hmm. full-length movie, but just like... Just kind of like the the way Pixar tells these real world stories and feelings and emotions through you know this fun fun metaphor I guess oh but, no, uh, for sure no but like I like the trailer like you know Toy Story one great Toy Story two great Toy Story three great and anyone who talks uh, I was gonna say bad words uh, anyone who speaks ill of Toy Story <laughs> three can. Uh, can just you know stand in the corner because that was nominated for best picture. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. Um, I love how that's your alternative for telling somebody to go f themselves. <laughs> <laughs> gotta 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 <laughs> clean it up for the kiddos. Gotta clean it up for uh, <laughs> gotta clean it. In the yeah, room. I gotta clean up for for all my parents that are listening. For my parents listening. Hi mom. Hi dad. What Anyways, up? <laughs> um, no, for sure though. Uh, I completely understand. Like. Toy Story is a staple of animation. And honestly, I think that Toy Story is amazing. Unfortunately, Toy Story like brought up a ton of really crappy animated films also. But that's how yes, it's going to be. With, that's how it's all going to be with all films. And I don't want to focus on the negative here at all. No. But it really did usher in for people like pick for like um, DreamWorks and all these different companies. Mm-hmm. Sony Animation even now. They're getting into it. Oh, they're trying their best. I do Making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the things like that. So it's just one of those things where Toy Story does a lot. And I'm actually going to talk about the trailer now. Wow, what a solid trailer. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And it's cool because you, like, see, like, where you don't really see like completely where the plot is going, but mm-hmm. you see kind of like Bo Peep and all that mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you get to see the interactions and the more themes that they've kind of done with mm-hmm. loyalty and, you know, like ch- and childhood and, mm-hmm. you know, being good to your, to the kids and different things like that. And you see those themes going on, even though Andy's not around anymore, mm-hmm. even though you have, you very much have that pre- that presence is still filled in there. And that backstory is still there as well. Cause I think it's interesting because personally, when this movie was brought up, I was like, do they need to make this movie? Like, do they really need to? And after mm-hmm. seeing the trailer, I'm actually like, Oh, I actually feel like mm-hmm. this would be good. I think this is a good continuation, a good stepping off point. And there's like new, fresh things because mm-hmm. it's not one of those things where you notice like because a lot of these times these directors are like, I'm only going to do it if I have the most fresh idea, Brad Bird, um, <laughs> if I'm going <laughs> to have the most fresh idea for the sequel. And then they don't. And then they get buttloads of money anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and, Where's Iron Giant 2, Brad Bird? <laughs> but no, they have... Um, but yeah, they have. They seem to have a really good idea here going, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. Me and my like, consp- like <laughs> my uh, conspiracy theory self have already <laughs> pretty much outlined the plot in my head, but that's okay. It's just the way that I. Just, it's just the way that I am. It's who I am. Okay. I just really hope that they don't do it. Don't or like, if the movie turns out the way that I think it's going to turn out, yeah, I'll be fine. But at the same time, I'll be kind of bummed. Because I don't like. You think it's going to end on a bummer? 
I think that Bo Peep's a bad guy. Oh, man. I think that she's going to be a bad guy. And it kind of makes sense. They're kind of like setting her up. And she's going to be all like, toys, stay with me. Don't go with your kid. We get abandoned all the time. Bonnie's lame. (laughs) (laughs) Just look at that RV. (laughs) No, but I think that'd be fun. No, um, but I think the whole concept of like making a toy is so cool. No, it's I so was fresh. Like, that yeah. just like blew my mind. I was like, okay, when does it become sentient? When you start like it's a toy, so or like, when you name it, yeah, like, I, was like, I don't know what I was like. God, because <laughs> I think Sporky is just having a, and he knows he's a Sporky too. <laughs> and it's sad. It's kind of morbid. He's having like an existential crisis. He's like, I'm for eating, eating food. I, I, so are like all inanimate objects. Alive in that universe at a certain sense. I don't know. I don't know. It's well, weird. Because well, he's like, I am for soup, salad, and sometimes chili. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. That's so, it's that same really <laughs> smart writing that you have. Because I love how these movies are written, even though sometimes these um, animated films um, can be kind of predictable at times. I think they're still well written and good stories, mm-hmm. and I enjoy watching them in yeah. the midst of all that. And, so. there, and there's no way Pixar would ever let a bad toy story be made. This is like, this is what got them to where they are. This oh, no, was for the sure. beginning, the middle, yeah. not the end necessarily, yeah. but like, yeah, they yeah. will never let anything bad happen to it. Like they did with cars. Oh no. Yeah. Not to mention the animation is really good. Oh, like, so Oh shoot. Good. The animation is great. Like Bo Peep looks like real porcelain that you can touch. <laughs> is that what, is that what you... <laughs> That's okay? What chance. Okay. No, I'm just okay. saying like, okay, chance. Somebody well, have a crush on uh, Bo Peep. You both, you listen. You want to touch that porcelain? Well, because like the original reason, like they were toys, is because they couldn't make actual skin tone. Like that didn't look. Because if you remember what Andy looked like in the original, he toys. looked like one of the toys. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, it just looks so amazing. Like the textures look pretty much real at this point. I don't know for sure. And that's the. So I'm really excited with what Pixar. I can't wait for Pixar's next original. As much as I can't wait for Toy Story 4, uh, I hope that she doesn't end up being the villain. I think maybe it'll be along the lines of Woody has to make a choice. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think it's a good trailer, and I'm probably going to be ugly crying in the theater next to my four-year-old nephew who's like, calm down. Yeah, yeah, he's just going to be like, what? No, I remember. I'm trying to think about what movie I was watching that I was. I was like crying during Inside Out, and like my nephew was like, "What are you even doing?" <laughs> I was like, "You'll understand when you're older." <laughs> okay, well, now to get into some more mouse house mood, and we're gonna go back into that superhero stuff, right? Yes, we are. The agenda, the agenda, <laughs> the agenda. <laughs> yeah, um, the agenda wizard for this podcast is Chance. That's so Me. let's get right into this news again. <gasps> James Gunn is back. I am so happy about this. Fight me in the comments. If yeah, you comments. can catch yeah. hands, uh, fisticuffs. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm putting up my fists right putting now. Putting up the dukes. Putting up my fists to tussle. <laughs> but no, let's just talk about this real quick. James Gunn is the director and writer of guardians of the galaxy volume three and he is where he belongs and i am so happy and this comes this is coming from somebody who didn't love guardians of the galaxy volume two i liked mm-hmm. it a lot but i didn't love it but it's just like one of those things where and like i would say that i loved certain parts of it i'd mm-hmm. say most of that film really really good i just didn't really care for parts of the film where it was literally rocket saying i'm or it was like uh, Michael Rooker, Yondu saying, I'm this and this is this, and I'm writing, and this is an emotional moment. Like that's basically the, like my only I love Yondu, but that was kind of corny. But, yeah, that scene was just super corny. But anyways, I'm just super excited for this because he's in the right place. And it was really dumb because he was literally getting attacked by cyber Nazis. And that's the reason why Disney should, uh, and that's why reason why Disney fired. And I'm sorry, Disney has no room to talk. (laughs) Maybe Walt Disney, Walt Disney would be like, uh, Walt Disney would probably be trying to fire (laughs) James Gunn if he was alive right now. Oh my God. Like Mike Cernovich, the guy who got, uh, James Gunn fired by his online smear campaign. Exactly. Yeah. I hope you stub your toe. And no, I'm glad because it proves that it didn't work. Yeah, like well, well it worked initially, which sucks. Oh, it worked but. initially, but you know, 
given the choice, I'd rather none of this happen. But for James Gunn, he got $10 million for the severance mm-hmm. of Disney canceling his contract. Dang. Now he gets to direct The Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We'll have to wait longer. But now he's directing a DC movie and a Marvel movie. And he has 10, 10, 10 million extra dollars. Honestly, I so feel... thanks, Mike Cernovich, for <laughs> lining James Gunn's pocket. Yeah, that's exactly like what I'm saying as well. Like, it's just one of those things where I'm like, bruh, like, it's, I just don't understand why they fired him in the first place. Uh, it was, I think that it is, it, it, the thing is, is, I understand, but because we live in this kind of alt outrage culture mm-hmm. that I think we need to be very, like, wary of because mm-hmm. I think it's understandable that people need to, um, that people need to put people's past into account and they need to have good and constructive conversations about it. Yeah. And the thing is, James Gunn was a class act. You didn't yell, you didn't hear him yelling, F Disney this, F Disney that. You didn't hear him mm-hmm. going on because if he's acting like that and being, I would, it would kind of prove to me, I'm be like, hmm, well, maybe this guy shouldn't be working for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, but he was a class act throughout, throughout it all and really glad that he's back on. Everything's like that. So yeah, like if if this had been about Michael Bay, I would not have been surprised because mm-hmm. <laughs> like Michael Bay is like the type of person. I think there was like a story I heard before of like this is a little bit of a tangent, but like Michael Bay, it would just like fire some assistant and someone would just like just walk on set the next day. He won't know. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying that that's exactly what happened with Megan Fox when yep. she like walked on back on for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Exactly. <laughs> So, but like James Gunn is not that type of person, and he made some very, very no like jokes with absolutely no taste whatsoever. It was disgusting jokes. Like I will like not funny. I'm not really funny. Gross. A decade ago, but they were jokes. Nothing happened. Yeah, like, it would be different if Brian like, Singer did. This. Oh yeah, it, was like, oh. it would be different if Brian Singer was joking about pedophilia because it's pretty well known that brian singer might very well be a pedophile oh so it's like one of those things where it's like yeah and the thing is people are just like oh no keep your kids away from why he didn't do anything yeah like he like legitimately didn't do anything because there's such thing as jokes and there's actions it would be one thing Mm. if somebody if somebody came out and they're like well james gunn did this to me and he didn't yeah and so and so it's just like one of those things where you have to put that into account. Sure, like I understand that word, like words still have power, but when it comes down to it, his words of apology and his repentant yeah. spirit that he has in this is actually very, very encouraging. And he w- he was a good, good classy chum yeah. while he was fired. He didn't say anything. Eh. Exactly. Like he could have been like he could have been like Alan Horn <laughs> and Bob Iger can. Um, you know, do the bad, do thing. bad things. And, um, <laughs> God, I need censorship, the better vocabulary, know, but censorship, uh, the podcast. Uh, yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, Alan Horn, he's the head of the movies of Walt Disney. Like mm-hmm. he's above Kevin Feige for Marvel and Kathleen Kennedy for Star. Make sorry. Sure there's no camera. talking in the back and the mic. Gosh, I'm sorry. I want to hear that amazing I'm, radio press radio I'm voice. A horrible that broadcaster. Uh, <laughs> uh, so like Alan Horn, he's above, you know, Kevin Feige at Marvel and Kathleen Kennedy at Star Wars. And then there's Bob Iger way at the tippy top of the mouse house. I know, for sure. And, um, Boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's fry from up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> but anyway, like Bob Iger's like, you sure? Okay, go ahead. And like Alan Horn fired him, which I'd say was the wrong move. It was much, it was very a knee jerk reaction mm-hmm. to, just kind of this online. It was a big, like, it was like uh Warner Bros. level kind of decision. Yeah. It was almost like that. Because, you know, Warner Bros. are kind of more of the knee-jerk kind of company like, when it comes to their like, get-out decisions <laughs> and different things like that. So I'm glad that it, like, I really would have preferred that we um it was in yeah. the movie would literally be ending production right now. Yeah, it would in be pro- in theaters next summer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we have to wait till like 2022 or 2023. Probably. Yeah. So it's like, so that's like a huge bummer, but I'm really excited for the new Suicide Squad movie. Um, Idris Elba is going to be in it. <laughs> King Shark's going to be it. Like, dude, give me a break. This is going to be awesome. Uh, but uh, King Shark's not cringy like Hitler Croc was. Yeah. But like I'm excited about all of these things come like this stuff coming in together 
and I think it's going to be a good time. I'm excited for um, Guardians Volume 3. I'm really um, curious to see what changes he's going to have to make because the timeline's going to be different. But Not necessarily. Well, like, I don't know. But anyway, regardless, I think it's going to be a good time. I'm excited for James Gunn to be back in the fold in Marvel because James Gunn really was part of the big consulting force for the new phase as well. Mm-hmm. Like was, a lot of the stuff is going to be space-based now. I know, because uh, Kevin apparently James Gunn was supposed to help Kevin Feige like usher in the cosmic side of the MCU. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was just like, bruh, when uh, James got fired. I can, I kn- James, J- Kevin was always behind James Gunn. Mm. All of Marvel was. Oh yeah, so were the other directors. Like, yeah, like Taika Waititi was like, "I'm not touching it." Like nobody. Yeah, it's like Taika Waititi and Scott Derrickson are just like, "No, that's James's movie. I ain't touching that." I have something real quick. I want to find the quote that uh, Taika Waititi did. It's it's such a funny quote that he did in regarding to James Gunn. I saw that Taika. Because the thing is, you hear it in his voice. I'm not going to try his. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to try his accent. (laughs) You ain't going to try the kiwi. I messed it up already. Like a TV. Uh, Amy. James Gunn. <laughs> Go in that ship. Wanna come? And it was like one of those things where, like, what he said was basically, um, I can't find the quote right now, but basically he said something along the lines of, Oh well, it would be like an awkward thing. It's like you got a new parent, and he's like, it was, he's like, I, he's like, I don't know. He's like, that's very much so James's world, but it would be like you coming in with the cast and being their new dad, and you're you're really weird, you're really odd, and you make peanut butter sandwiches weird, and you cut them on the wrong side, <laughs> and like it's so funny because it's oddly specific, oh. specific, and I'm like, Taika, did this happen to you, uh, man? What are you, what's you doing? <laughs> No, but the funny thing, did you see the thing he tweeted after James got rehired? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh. I saw that because he was like, <laughs> like, oh, I thought I was directing this. <laughs> no, Taika Waititi's just a joy. He is an amazing filmmaker. What you, If you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, it's a fantastic movie if you really want to check it out. It's a mockumentary about vampires <laughs> living together in a flat in New uh, Zealand. Dude. It's a great movie. Marvel just picks so like charming people. <laughs> oh to no, direct their exactly. Movies. Taika is amazing, and I'm really excited for whatever he does next with them. Like, I really want a new Thor movie. Yeah, I really want him to direct it as well. So yeah, um, and, cool beans. All right, the last thing, and it's also Disney related, mm-hmm. is the mouse is going to add another little gem to its media infinity gauntlet. More than a gem, literally another entertainment division yeah they're adding to it they're gonna have 40 percent of the business in hollywood this is problematic this is not good for the industry this is less creativity in the industry i understand i'm just as happy as everybody else for the fantastic four the x-men to be a part of the mcu Mm -hmm. but think about this for a second think about it it's not good you want to do you want a job um doing camera work do you want a job being a grip do you want a job doing any of this stuff here mm-hmm. uh, in Hollywood? I'm sorry, but it's just about a lot. It's just became so much harder for you to do so now. I'm just saying that even though there is some ambiguity to how everything would be anyways, because honestly, I'm pretty sure Fox technically doesn't have the rights to sell off stuff for Marvel anyways. So I'm, pr- so I'm, fairly certain people some law people can correct me if they like (laughs) but i'm fairly certain that the marvel property wouldn't even been gone to comcast if they won it through anyways i think it would have i'm like because like that's something that i was kind of confused when i was reading it and i heard some pundits also confused about it as well Mm -hmm. so i was like a little bit like "Mm, what because like does does fox have the right to sell their stuff that they have I think what it was is like Fox would sell and all prior agreements made by Fox will transfer. Or would they have to renegotiate? Them? No, I think it stays as is. I think that was, I think it's in the verbiage of the original contracts. So okay. All of agreements we've made are now your agreements. That's a really bad – that's a really bad deal. Well, I mean that, – That deal was terrible, but Marvel was in dire oh straits. Mar- yeah, Marvel was in bad shape pretty yeah, much real until Disney shape. took over. But let's – Let's talk about the pot. Like, what, or do you have any negatives? Because well, I pretty much I was going to say I pretty much harped on the negative. I, I'm not sure I was 
maybe it'll probably do you dip in the jobs, but I'm assuming that Fox is still going to make the same amount of movies and mm-hmm. just, I think maybe it'll probably be from like the executive producers that might take, or it's like kind of the more corporate cogs that might get kicked out, but oh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. So, <am> I. <laughs> but I'm, I'm better because Fox is going to sell no matter what. So yeah, for sure they're it's their uh, moral high ground on the creativity of the industry. Mm-hmm. But I think Disney was so much better than Comcast because for those of you who don't know, Comcast is comically evil in my opinion. Yeah. Like if they, if like of all the media companies like Warner brothers, Fox, Comcast and Disney uh-huh. Comcast is definitely the one twirling its mustache about to push a baby stroller in front of a train. No, for <laughs> sure. And they like, even like they've done some really shady stuff. Like they legit tried to slow down Netflix's yeah. traffic just mm-hmm. because just because no one was buying their cable exactly it's like actually complete garbage mm-hmm. like, and that's and that's that's why net neutrality is important people. Uh, yeah exactly ajit pai if you're listening to this anyways we hate you we really don't like you um <laughs> <laughs> no it's not cute that you google memes and then act like you know them yeah sorry ajit pai sucks get a reddit <laughs> account you nerd <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all have reddit accounts yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, with that being said, I want to talk in my because my what I was what I was going at before was my critic self here. This is my fanboy self. Oh my gosh, oh, I God. am so excited for like the for X Men not to suck and Doctor Doom to not suck. I'm so excited, yeah, and I'm just so amazed. And the thing is. Disney Plus is going to be amazing because it doesn't. It's not just going to have Disney's huge. library. It's going to have Fox's library. It's going to have. Dude, this is going to be a dig at Netflix. It's going to be a dig at all these things. Mm-hmm. Hulu's going to be fine because Disney still owns say, a lot of Hulu. Hulu or since Disney owns a giant stock of Hulu and so exactly. does Fox. Now Disney has that. Um, so it's share. just crazy. It's awesome. What the like. You can't deny how incredible of a feat this is. I know because like the Disney catalog. So hopefully that means Disney's stupid vault's gonna go away. Because um, you know if you wanted to buy the original Aladdin right now, you can't because it's in the vault. Apparently but, all that stuff's coming back. Though. Yeah, like I think I like didn't read the article. I like looked at the I looked at the headline. I was like, oh, that's cool, but I'll like read that later. And I didn't read it. So, <laughs> wow. but at least I didn't share it. That's. That's where you get into that's where you get into problems if you just share articles oh, with uh, without reading them. But with that being said, yeah, that's yeah. like one of those things where um, I just think that's really I'm just really excited. Um, what what uh, are some things that you have to say on? Uh, I'm so excited for I I can't wait to see how they recast the X Men. Mm-hmm. Um, a not terrible Fantastic Four movie. A Doctor Doom. I don't care about the Fantastic. Well, I care, but I just care more about Doctor Doom because my boy, my boy, he is literally the best Marvel villain. Uh, you could. He is amazing anywhere. He is like the. Um, he is the Darth Vader of the Marvel mm-hmm. universe, mm-hmm. and nobody who understands anything about who doesn't understand anything about comics understand that they just think he's a weird dude with electrical mm-hmm. powers. But no, the dude is a sorcerer. The dude has ruled the world. The rule. The dude is like. And the thing is, and the the uh, the greatest point is that he has a point mm-hmm. at all times. You're like, you know, Doctor Doom. Like he, people will infiltrate his country that he's a dictator of, and then people will be like, yo, and the people will be like, yo, this is chill. We like him. <laughs> They're like, what's I know. Like, you, like, like he's a dictator, but you know, he really does have a point. It's like, Your plan is stupid. What did you just say to me? <laughs> say it again. No, exactly. Say what again? <laughs> Say what one more time? Sam Jackson is also Doctor Doom. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you could have Doctor Doom as a Doctor Strange villain, as a Black Panther villain. You could have him as even a Namor villain. No, exactly. Who do you? Who would you cast as Doctor Doom? I okay. So this is gonna sound silly, but you know how Ben Mendelsohn was not not Ben Mendelsohn. I'm stupid. Uh, no, I can't think of his name. Uh, it was Doctor Strange villain who played. Um, oh yeah. Um, why can't I think of it now? Um, I'm just gonna pretend that I'm not googling something. Well, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like, and the funny thing is, is if I was listening to this podcast right now, I'd be like, "Guys, it's this." 
<laughs> guys, it's Mads Mickelson. Yeah, Mads Mickelson. Mm-hmm. He could be Doctor Doom, and I wouldn't care at all. As long because as long as he stays behind them, I thought Mads Mickelson would make a great Doctor Doom instead of a very forgettable sorcerer villain. Oh no, for sure, Doctor Strange. Because you know. No one remembers him. Everyone just remembers Benedict Cumberbatch talking to himself as Dormammu. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, I wonder when he's going to come back. But uh, I think he could be a great Doctor Doom. Yeah. Uh, what? Sorry. No, no. Were you going to say something else? I just don't want you to say my casting. So don't. So don't say another casting Fine, yet. I won't. Who would you cast? Yeah, because I, I like you can talk some more, but I just think that I have a good idea. I don't want you to step on my idea parade. I'm just going to chance you had the best ideas. Uh, thank you. Uh, Thanks. Gerard Thanks Butler myself. as an Irish doctor. Yes, that, that, that <laughs> would be fantastic. But my... Richards. I, my... <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my idea would be coming, getting some casting from the Fox X-Men, mm. taking somebody out there putting him in there in a role that I personally think that he'd be better suited for, even though he didn't necessarily do bad in the other role. But Michael Fassbender. <sighs> Dude, wouldn't Michael Fassbender be so good as Doctor Doom? Such a good I think idea. he would be amazing as Doctor Doom. I think he would be so good. So good. Because <laughs> I think Michael Fassbender <laughs> just has that he just has that dynamic drive. And he also has you also understand that he wants to go for the greater good, even though that might mm-hmm. not be the best or like the most heroic thing, yeah. you know, things like that. And I just think that he and uh, like, honestly, I honestly seen way too many mock-ups of uh, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. They're probably going to be like, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> like enough, bo- like, like enough um, boss logic things have popped up. Dude, boss logic is everywhere. He's so amazing though. Does he have carpal like, tunnel so- for making all those. <laughs> No, he might. He honestly might. But um, I think John Krasinski and Michael Fassbender would really play off of each other so well. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, people forget. Like, people, you know who was supposed to be Captain um, America before, who was the person who just lost out in Chris Evans. It's John Krasinski. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. Dude, that's kind of cool because usually you just know everything that I'm about to say. No, I, <laughs> I remember the only thing I remember about like who could have been is like um, that one. Tony Stark could have been Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Um, Jason Ank, um, or Jason Eccles, that one dude from uh, like Supernatural was almost Captain America as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah who? But yeah, like Chris Evans definitely the best choice. Yes. But John Krasinski actually like like think about it. Wouldn't I think that mad. would actually be a good choice to have him. Yeah. Like people just view him as Jim from the office. I'm like, seriously, watch movies that he's in. Watch Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Really? Or not Shadow Recruit. Or Jack, <laughs> uh the new um Amazon Prime series that he's in. Yeah, that's just really good. Well, it's not called Shadow Recruit. Shadow Recruit's the one with Chris Pine, the really bad one. <laughs> so Tom Clancy's rolling in his grave. No, dude, for sure. But no, yeah, that's uh, highly recommend that Prime series. And then they're having all of these. And, and now just ha- Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Yeah, cool. But they're having all these really cool, um, like Disney series on on uh, Disney Plus. Oh, I can't wait! For, like like Loki, 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 literally written by the Rick and Mor- some of Rick and Morty writers. Oh yeah. my gosh, this is gonna be a great time. And plus, it's there's gonna, gonna be, be a fun f- time, like a Falcon and Bucky uh, series. I'm like, <laughs> they hate each other, so this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> and then, um. God, what else? You know what I'd like to see? Oh, yeah, there's a Scarlet Witch series, too, with Vision. Mm-hmm. I want to see a War Machine series. No, oh, dude. A War I love Machine. Don Cheadle so much. I think it's funny because just from this one scene in the um, Endgame trailer where it's War Machine and uh, Rocket on his shoulder, let's just do a series with them. Yeah. I think they would have a good playoff. <laughs> People have, other. like, nice, like, so you're a raccoon? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would just be that over and over and over and over again. Can I have that suit? No. No. <laughs> Can I have this gun on your suit? No. no. That's my hand. <laughs> no. He's like, I'm going to get that hand. <laughs> oh, I'll get that suit. <laughs> Dude, I love Bradley Cooper as Rocket and Sean Gunn doing all the, 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 like, mo-cap, the mocap work. Or just it. so people know where the raccoon's supposed to be. Just like, <laughs> He's just Sean Gunn with like a raccoon <laughs> thing on his head. I think it's great. In a green morph suit. Hey, what's up? 
Okay. Well, I don't know if that's a great segue to end our time together today. But but, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you have any requests or anything like that, you can tweet at me at Osborne in a cabin for the next week's podcast for the next two weeks podcast we know we're not sure if we're doing it bi-weekly or weekly but yeah. i don't know whenever bk gets back from his uh what, what, was, what would you call it i know this is so all many, his idea so many inside <laughs> jokes but yeah that is true this was all bk's idea and he's not even here exactly he's just too busy you know living a life of debauchery in vegas but anyways <laughs> ski shots boys <laughs> but yeah we hope you guys have an amazing day thank you for coming in and listening and we'll see you in the next one